0: Hello, it is Monday, June 22nd. I am Trent Reinsmith. This is the uh, Come On Now MMA podcast. And I want to talk a little bit about what happened. Uh, I talked a little bit about yesterday. I want to do it a little more here today on uh, Max Roshkov and Robert Drivesdale and the Nevada State Athletic Commission. So Bob Bennett spoke to Ariel Hawani. And uh, he's the executive director of the Nevada State Athletic Commission. And he said it's something that the commission's going to look at uh, Drysdale's actions. S- and because, by appearances, Drysdale was going to send Roshkoff out in the third round after he had asked, um, I think it was reported nine times that he wanted out of the fight now it's hard to say if that was if that was actually going to be the case Drysdale might have waved it off because we don't know um, what would have happened in a different situation so I, I think this is a difficult thing for the athletic Com- commission to get involved in because you don't really know what was going to happen if the if. It would have been in a full arena and the conversation had not had been overheard um i think if if that would have been the situation and drysdale let his fighter hang out there then i think the and and send him back out or refused to adhere to what his fighter requested i think that that would have been a different situation and then the commission could have got involved now I think the Commission can just have a conversation among its uh, among its members and maybe establish some protocol here um, maybe get the um, the commission member that that work in the corner maybe get them to be a little more active and a little more proactive you know if they hear this they they should in Nevada I think you would bring the 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 doctor in to have the conversation or um, you would notify the referee. I'm not 100% sure on how that protocol would work, but maybe this is what, what could be um, looked into. Um, but I think protocol does need to be established here uh, because I don't think this is going to go away. I don't think Drysdale should be um, sanctioned or punished because he didn't he didn't send him back out there. Um, I, I do think he made the wrong call by by, by continuing to to try and talk uh, Rosh Kopp through that. But that's a different discussion. So I think, um, you know, this is something the commission can learn from. I think the conversation that Dana White had at the... Post-fight press conference where he said that a fighter should not be more or less said the fighter should not be um, ashamed or embarrassed or afraid to quit on their stool if they think that it is in their best interest. I think that needs a, a conversation needs to be repeated multiple times um, because we need a we do what we need here is protocol, and but what we, what we need more is a culture change. We need to get rid of this idea that that throwing in the towel or quitting on your stool or or, or you know saying enough's enough for this particular fight is is a, sh- a shameful action because it's not in in this situation I mean this is a this is a sport where if you're not 100% in into the fight uh, mentally physically emotionally if you're not fully invested in that and even if you are fully invested in that you can get hurt very badly and I mean you're gonna get hurt probably regardless but you don't want to get hurt when you when you when you've mentally or you know you're you're not in it you're you're just you're done and I think that's where Roshkoff was and I think the culture like I said the culture needs to change people need to not be embarrassed, not be afraid, um, to, to call it a, to call it a night. Um, and any fan that feels different, um, they, uh, I don't, they they lack empathy. They'd have no concept of, of anything other than that these guys are out there for their entertainment and they don't think past that. They don't think about the repercussions. They don't think about the long-term health problems that can come with with, with a sport like this. Um, so I think Roshkoff did the right thing. I think Drysdale did the wrong thing. I think Dana White said the right thing. And I think uh, not only Nevada has to examine this, but every commission has to examine this. And there has to be a, a top-down push to, to make these changes and change the culture. And I would hope that at some point the bands that that um, lash out at fighters for 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 quitting on the stool or throwing in the towel, I think they need to, you know, take a good hard look at, at, at what they think about this sport and, you know, maybe maybe hopefully change their thinking on on how much damage these guys take for their entertainment and for how how little money. So, I just wanted to, you know, go a little deeper into my thinking on this one. Um, and I hope, uh, I do hope Rajkaff comes back if he wants to. And, I, and if he does want to, I do hope he gets another shot in the UFC with a full training camp. I want to talk a little bit about The Pride Fight Kits that the UFC had available for the fighters on Saturday's Fight Card. I think it was a good idea. Um, It's Pride Month. Uh, um, So yeah, it was a good idea. I wish it would have got a little more exposure. um, Both on the card itself and on social media and i hope also that the kits are going to be made available for all fighters going forward and that they are not just for um, pride month for a special occasion i think that would be good Um, i think fighters would would select them and i think that would be a, a good message for the ufc to to send by the same token though uh, I I think the UFC, if they do do that, and and that they continue on this path with those kits, or even because they've um, they're using them for this month, I think the UFC needs to acknowledge that it has a problem with homophobia, and and sexism, and it just has a lot of uh, problems, and. The UFC actively avoids acknowledging when fighters speak out um, use homophobic terms and sexist terms, um, even though those are covered in the fighter code of conduct and they should be dealt with. And we know that once upon a time they were dealt with. Um, for example, Nate Diaz got fined and suspended and so did uh, Matt Mitrione but other than that I think they've ju- the UFC has just let it kind of slide and go to the back burner um, they forced these fighters to apologize but the apologies are empty because they're forced and uh, so I think that if the UFC is going to support Pride Month and support Pride in general that it needs to um, also acknowledge the problems that it has and start actively speaking up and uh doing something about the these things when they when they do happen and and it hasn't happened for a while and I don't know if that is because the UFC did did something behind the scenes or it's just because no one's decided to say something stupid or maybe people are finally getting the message that these things are not uh things they just you know throw out there now that like they used to I don't know but, uh, yeah, if the UFC is going to actively, um, support pride and, and throw its strength and, uh, money and power behind that, the, the movement, the, it needs to also acknowledge its own shortcomings and speak up and try and correct those. So I do hope all these things happen. I'm not sure they will. So time will tell, um. But I was happy to see the pride kits, and like I said, I wish they would have gotten more exposure and, and, and notice from the UFC social media and, and also on the broadcast. But hey, something is better than nothing, so hopefully um, this is a good trend and it, it, it keeps moving forward. Want to compare what the NFL Players Association is doing uh, with what the UFC is doing and the message that both, both are, are sending um, during the COVID-19 pandemic. So the NFLPA sent out a tweet on June 20th and it said, To all players, please be advised that it is our consensus medical opinion that in light of the increase in COVID-19 cases in certain states, that no players should be engaged in practicing together in private workouts. Our goal is to have all players and your families as healthy as possible in the coming months. We are working on the best mitigation procedures at team facilities for both training camps in the upcoming season, and believe that it is in the best interest of all players that we advise against any voluntary joint practices before training camp commences. Stay safe. Dr. Tom mayor Um, so yeah that is a perfect message and it runs counter to what Dana White said um, a few days uh, ago when he said on on the schmo's podcast that um, and I quote here White said, the entire world has turned into pussies overnight and it's unbelievable and it drives me crazy. I don't know what to say. It's embarrassing. And this statement is dumb and it ignores science and it also ignores the fact that Habib Nurmagomedov's father is recovering from COVID-19 and Rose Nama Yunus had um, two members of her family died from COVID-19, and a UFC two UFC fighters now have tested positive um, at uh, fight cards, and Lyman Good has tested positive as well. So, while the NFLPA is encouraging its players to stay safe, Dana White is basically ignoring science and calling people a bunch of pussies and Sending the wrong message by ignoring the UFC and Nevada State Athletic Commission protocols on uh, wearing a mask and he's sending just a poor message to the fighters the fans um, the media and everyone that uh, This is more or less overblown even though more than a hundred thousand people have died in America and over 400,000 have died throughout the world um, he's just acting like he's still stuck on the thing here where it's it's just a cold and you don't know who to believe and, not, and you know one side says this and one side says that and you don't know who to believe well I think by now we should believe that it's uh, a real thing and by sending out a message that uh, it's everybody's a pussy for being worried about it is just dumb and it sends the entirely wrong message. So the NFLPA doing the right thing, and I believe if the UFC fighters had a uh, an association or or uh, a union, that they too would have had some power here to say, you know, no, let's uh, let's let's follow some science on this. Other than every decision in the UFC being made by one person whose sole focus seems to be keeping the fights going and making money for both the UFC and the UFC's parent company. Um, So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that the the NFLPA uh, is doing the right thing, and I'm I'm still not happy with what the UFC is doing, and I'm still not happy that the protocol, um, from what I see, is still not being adhered to um, completely. But I know it's not being adhered to completely because White's sitting in these uh, in the apex without a mask on, and that runs counter to both the UFC's and the and Nevada State Athletic Commission's protocol. And no one will answer me on if White is going to face any kind of uh, pushback, sanctions, fines for violating Nevada's protocol, which it says that it will it will uh, there will punishment will be doled out if. Someone violates the protocol. One good thing White mentioned um, about COVID-19, and this is something Matt Ravola commented on as well, um, is that when uh, the, the fighters are going to head out to Fight Island, the UFC's intention, according to White um, at the UFC on ESPN 11, I think it was the post-fight press conference, or it might have been the pre. I don't know, but he did say that uh, the testing the te- testing would be done before folks travel um, to Abu Dhabi. So, hopefully, uh, the UFC sticks to that, and if it if it causes some fights to drop off the card, so be it. Uh, It's much, much, much better to have fighters tested before they travel. And and then I also tested when they arrive. than just testing when they arrive. uh, Because you don't want anybody traveling who who might be carrying COVID-19. It's not safe for anybody. And it's... You know, if you travel to Abu Dhabi and you and they just test you there before you before you do travel and you test positive once you're there, the the protocol I don't know what it will be. I mean, you're not going to be able to travel back to where you shouldn't be able to travel back to where your 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 home country, whatever that is, um, and you're probably going to have to be quarantined. Um, and I'm I'm gonna guess it's not terrible to be quarantined in the in uh, Abu Dhabi, but you probably don't want to be quarantined away from home, um, in unfamiliar surroundings, and that's you know, just not ideal for anyone. So hopefully uh, the UFC does stick to that, and hopefully the media keeps pushing on that, and yeah, that's an important thing and. I don't I don't think it's something that the UFC can can slip up on. It it that needs to get done and I think that needs to get done as well when the fighters switch back to um the Apex following these these fights at in Abu Dhabi. And speaking of Fight Island, if you if you watch the promo video for UFC 251, you saw that nearly the first half of the video was about Dana White. Now, I don't understand that. It's it's incomprehensible to me that you have three title fights on this card, uh, a fourth fight on the main card, which is a rematch of a a title fight, and between two f- now two former champions, and you spend. Nearly sixty seconds of a hundred and twenty second promo video promoting Dana White over over eight fighters who you could promote, and then when you do get around to promoting the fighters, you just use the same kind of generic um, screaming Joe Rogan quotes that that every every promotion gets and i know the ufc does the same thing over and over and i and i i think that is silly and i think they should have spent this time innovating but dana white is somebody who's once he gets something in his head and he likes it um that's kind of the end of the story and there's no no moving him off that um but yeah why why would and i wrote about this today on bloody elbow there's no reason In this case in a card fight card this stacked um, to to not promote the fight card no one buys a pay-per-view based on Dana White no one tunes into a UFC fight card to see Dana White it's just not it's it's just not what happens now I know the idea is you you promote Dana White and you promote the brand because you don't want to promote the fighters and you don't want to have individual stars, I get that I think it's dumb but I understand why it's done because it, it keeps the fighters uh, from earning what they, they they could earn because now they're just cogs interchangeable cogs in a machine and the message is don't care about the fighters care about the brand I get that but In this case there is no reason to do something so uh, it's just not self-aware and it's silly and it's laughable and it's almost self-parody and it's just ridiculous and it's indefensible promote the fighters we know you're not gonna pay them that's that's clear so at least promote them And maybe they can get some outside money, you know, maybe maybe help them out that way, because you're not helping them in the paycheck department. So I just wanted to mention that ridiculousness. And uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the video, uh, keep an eye out for it, because it is just crazy. Close it out here with something I just saw and it's Gilbert Burns who is fighting in the main event at UFC 251 um, I Like what he's doing here. He is requesting that the UFC remove Conor McGregor from the rankings um, He tweeted out that Cejudo retired they took him out of the rankings very quickly let's do it with Conor as well and this is in reference that um Dana White said at the uh, UFC on ESPN11 press conference the post fight uh, that he said um, that McGregor's retired. So if he is retired, um, yeah, take him out of the take him out of the rankings And I think that is I mean that's a, that's a it's a good move. I, I agree with Burns on this one because it's it basically, is trying to force the UFC's hand um, because what if the, if the UFC president says this guy's retired and he says he's retiring all right we'll call that bluff then take him out of the rankings it's a symbolic move sure sure it is but it's a move that um, lets McGregor know that he is not bigger than uh, anyone else um, we all know that McGregor gets favoritism, but at least, you know, try and act like he doesn't, so this is a small, symbolic move the UFC could make, and uh, and if they do it, you know, at, at the very least, then we get something to write about when Conor McGregor tweets about it, and he goes on social media, and, and just acts up about it, so... Hey, everybody wins if you remove Conor McGregor from the uh, rankings for you know at least a little bit. Uh, so I I don't think it'll happen, but it would be very interesting to see it happen. So good on good on Gilbert Burns for calling this one out. Um, I I like I like his thinking. And with that, I'm gonna call it a night. I'll be back tomorrow. And till then, stay safe.